Hey everyone, we are back. Today is January 25th, um, and we had a great discussion yesterday about voting rights. But we can't talk about voting rights, I think, without talking about education. We mentioned that yesterday. Um, and you brought a story to my attention the other day, James, about a situation in Mississippi where they were trying, they are attempting to pass CRT legislation there, which is interesting because we know most school systems don't even teach CRT. Um, so I don't know why states feel like they're impaled, impaled, whatever, whatever the word we're looking for here. I can't even talk. Feel like they're empowered to pass anti-CRT um, legislation when most places don't teach it. But then it comes into the question we've asked this before: Why is it that we can talk about Confederate history but not talk about <laughs> African American history without there being a problem? I, you know, I, I, it's I, Confederate American history. Period. That's how I see it. Um, and but the truth of the, the fact of the matter is, people. Some people are just afraid of the truth. Bottom line, and. The whole idea of critical race theory is just that. It's just a theory. Okay? It's, it's, I mean, it's a theory that was based on, the, uh, you know, truth and facts and everything, but it was still just a theory that some students came up with in college. So it wasn't anything that, it's still not anything that's being taught as, you know, this is the way it should be done, this is law. It, you know what I'm saying? It's not taught. It's not taught anywhere. The universities don't teach it. High schools, you know, college. But they, you know, it's kind of being set up in such a way that, at the end of the day, uh, it's become. It may. It could be. They want to. It's a preemptive strike. Right. You, you know, it, it, in such a way that it becomes that. Should it, you know. The opportunity arise and people decide CRT we want to teach it uh, or it turns and runs into um, the um, civil rights type thing um, they, they already have a law in place banning it and everything but how do you how do you not talk about civil rights yeah you know which is in a, you know something that actually took place in our country Yes. She was ready. She was ready to jump in on this for a minute. Yes, we like trying to erase history, and to me, it's saying like we're so superior that we don't need to know about your history. Like it's it's irrelevant, and to me, that that's almost narcissistic. It's just like you guys basically aren't allowing history to be taught, and that's that's just unfair, and that's just that's just painting, putting a paint over history, whether it was slavery or civil rights or things that actually happen. If we don't teach our kids this, then how are they supposed to learn how to treat somebody or what happened in the past if, if we don't But it's not it's not blocking out history. It's blocking out my history, your yeah, history. Specifically yeah, specifically yeah. yeah, exactly. It's crazy because I went mm -hmm. last week I was home for a little while, you know, relaxing. because um, I chose to, really. Um, and I went to Kennestone Mountain, mm. Kennestone Mountain. And when Kennestone I walked through, Kennestone Mountain. But when I walked through, all it was was like Confederate mm -hmm. generals and um, statues of Confederate generals right. and a grave of a statue. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, okay, we can keep this history. We, and, and the one of the largest monuments to Confederacy 
is held instead of Georgia at a place we call Stone Mountain, where they're actually engraved mm-hmm. on the mountain. And we have this discussion, we've had this discussion for years now, where most African Americans have said, hey, we need to bring down Confederate statues. I'm not one of those people. I'm not one of the people who believe that we should bring them down because they're still a part of history, right? Now, whether we celebrate them, that's a huge difference. That's a huge conference, uh, a whole different conversation. And I don't think that we can, as African Americans, we can have the argument that, hey, CRT is right, but we need to bring down every statue that represents Confederacy because it's still a part of history. If we're going to say we're going to honor history and educate ourselves on history, then let's just honor it all and educate ourselves on all of it, right? Yeah. Um, and we can still have these statues up without celebrating the people behind the statues, right? Because they're still a part of history. Um, but my thing is that how can we be okay with saying, okay, it's a lot, it's, again, white privilege, and I don't say this very often, but how can we be okay with saying that it's okay to learn about, uh, and I think I heard somebody say this before, that we have to be careful not to offend white people. Mm-hmm. Really? Like, I, my ancestors have been in slavery for yeah. years and helped build the White House, a White House that we couldn't even have a right to vote in, but we helped build it. Right. And the most we can do is work in it, and sometimes we work in that for free, but we don't want to talk about that history, or we don't want to, and, and, and we even, oh, thank you, Lord. The crazy part is we even see it happening in common day, like in common day, because again, January 6th, we talked about January 6th yesterday, right? Again, they're trying to erase that bad part of history and say it wasn't as bad as people make it out to seem that these were good people, these were patriots. And this is what we're trying to repaint this picture of, but when people who were actually sitting there watching January 6th, and I'm glad I was old enough to watch it and see it for myself, those were not patriots. Those were not people who were trying to protect the vote. They were trying to destroy democracy. And to say that they were, but, but we want to eliminate that part of history, right? We don't want to talk about that. And we don't want to talk about the fact that African Americans were slaves in this country, but we're willing to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. Like, when we talk about Confederacy, it's like, even though we should, you know, acknowledge the past, the thing is, that was a war that was lost. Like, they lost the Civil War, so why are we even, like, celebrating that or even having that up? It's like, when we're. When we're talking about our history, we're talking about things that was done to us, and we're talking about things that were was passed. Like we talked about the, the voters' rights, we talked about things like that. That was actually stepping stones to freedom. So that is something we should celebrate and talk about. But I think that I mean, I'm one of those people who believe that we're going to talk about history. We talk about our history, right? And if we're not going to talk about our history, we don't. We don't. We don't. I, I get you. Yeah. I, I get. It. It's not just to be celebrated, but it is yeah. a part of our history, yeah, right? The Civil War is very much a known. part. To be yeah. known, right? Mm-hmm. It's not something that we go and we celebrate that we have people like Robert E. Lee. Maybe yeah. he shouldn't have a statue, right? No. But at the same time, I don't think we can have it both ways, right? I think that the middle point is that we're going to deal with history. We deal with all history, um, and we don't decipher or pick and choose. One of the things that I, I'm I'm very much in favor of, like I think it was Howard University um, that had announced that they were no longer going to talk about the Civil War or teach it in, in schools, and I was very much against it. Um, Cornell West wrote an article very much against it. Because it's a part of our history, whether we like it or not. And as a student, of as a student, right? When I go to college, I go to college to get all the information and, and be able to take the information I'm given and make my own decision based on the information I'm given, right? Um, it's not for anybody to impress upon me their way of viewing things, or it's for you to just give me the facts and allow my mind to process it and figure it out. Oh, James, as, as an American, 
not just a student, but as an American, I mean, being born and raised in this country, or even uh, uh, um, a foreigner and being uh, uh, indoctrinated into this country as a foreigner, these are the kind of things that you need to know the facts, period. The truth, the truth. And that's what we're really talking about here. Yeah. And when it comes to CRT, you, you can't have, like you said, you can't have it both ways. Right. Either you go tell the truth or you're not. And the way you're telling it right now, you're full of um, sugar. And, but the thing, the, 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 the fact of the matter is, you have to be able to, to tell the truth on both sides of the coin. You, you know, it, it, now, you, you may mention that, you know, the Civil War was a, was a lost war and why folks gravitate to the losing side, the underdog side, the losing side, is beyond me. And each and every year, they want to reenact the loss. Okay, all right, so you, and, but here's the thing, the daughters of the, the daughters of the Confederate were teachers and they were uh, uh, and mothers, and they are the ones who uh, basically laid out a plan to, um, which is still kind of runs through, you know, the fabric of America when it comes to education today. Is they tell their narrative of the story and why uh, the the civil the the, um, uh, the war was even fought to begin with. And you know, as sympathizers to the Confederacy, and, and, you know, and so once that took place and everything, there, you know, even in D.C., they have their own. The the Daughters of the Confederate have a building in D.C. that is like a um, uh, not a memorial, but what you call a museum type of place that they. It, it's in D.C. Um, uh, it, Again, you you know, but they have set it up in such a way over the years that these are the kind of things that will tell the story our way. But your way is skewed. There are some there's flaws, and you're not exactly telling the entire truth. But again, it goes back to I think for me, my argument is again, give people all the facts and let them make their own reality about it. Right. So. If you agree, I'm just saying, but there's some people, there's some white people, right? There's some white people. No matter how you how, how you explain um, our opinion of, 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 of the Confederate War, they're still going to think that they were patriots on one side, right? But that's their right. That's their right to do so. I get all of that. That's their right to do so. But at the same time, don't try to say that my history is not as just as important as your history is. And I think we're saying the same. My thing is that why is it that we can teach that part of history and not but eliminate rights. the fact that um, African Americans were slaves in this country. African Americans were brought over here not on their own free will. That we that we had a point where we were not able to go to certain schools or we were getting books that were used and abused by yeah. other students and we got the leftover books. So we were almost five to six years behind on education because of the fact that we were getting books that were five to six years. Right. Let's talk about yeah. all of that and then allow people to make up their own their own decision about what's right or wrong. I agree. Now here in the state of Texas, uh, you have and they've already started using these current Here in history. The state of Texas. Well, I'm just, no, I'm talking about Texas. Texas in okay. the state of Texas, and that's something I realized a few years ago when they first started writing these history books and rewriting the history books. So, although slavery is in the history book, it's now 
it's it, it's shrunken down to a, like a footnote, you know, a, a small part of what they talk. So you know, so uh, 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 what they teach as opposed to the actual facts. The, so, uh, but the way you teach it and you tell the truth, well, you 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 you're not leaving it out. Well, so they just technically say we didn't leave out slavery. We just didn't put any emphasis on it. Right. And we didn't put it. And, and so, but this is what you're teaching. So somebody in the fourth grade today, this is what they're learning. Let me say something. Where by comparison to what we were taught 40, 50 years prior. When we have children who you go to them and say, who was George Washington? And they can tell you who George Washington was. Mm -hmm. But you go to them and you say, who was John Lewis? And they're like, who? Um, that tells you about how we rewritten history, right? And John Lewis is current history. Um, he's not like he's old history. We have to do, but part of it too, and I think we had this, this discussion too, as an African-American male, and as a, I mean, as African-American period, I think that we have to do a better job of when a system is not educating our children, we have to be educated so we can educate our children at home, right? Um, I think it's extremely important. To, I, agree. Um, I think it was um, Dr. Scott who mentioned to us that one day, that what he did is that he went and bought his sons all the books he could find them, all the different types of history. And he allowed them to read every book, whether it was on, you know, uh, the social media, um, the Civil War, whether it was on slavery. He allowed them to read all the books and he allowed them to make their own decision based upon what was right and wrong on their own mind. But they had the facts. At least they had the facts before them. Right. And I think about even as America as a system, our system is supposed to be wholly designed about that. Give us the facts and then we make a decision on the facts. When people go to court, it's all about presenting the facts and then we make an opinion off the facts. That's what our system is designed around. That's, I mean, and even from a biblical standpoint, we read the Bible and it's supposed to be what we believe is the, the facts of it, right? And it was to make an opinion off those facts. That's the reason why we have some people where you may read Psalm 23 and get one thing, I may read something Psalm 23 and get something totally different. Doesn't mean that our facts of, re of what we read is different, or the, like there's an argument against it. Right. Just means that you perceived it one way, I perceived another way. I think as a citizen, we have the right to have a free will to at least be able to to decipher stuff by ourselves, but at least give me all the facts. Right. And I and what upsets me about CRT is that listen, we should be passing legislation about something that's not even an issue because it's not even being taught. Right. 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 Um, I agree. It's not even being taught. We're trying to prevent something from happening that can happen. But the one thing about it is that these same people who sit around here and say we don't want to teach CRT in school, or the same people who sit around here and say we want people to be able to pray, have the right to pray in school. Yeah. Again, it doesn't logically make sense to me. Like, you can't enforce what you want to enforce on me. But at the same time, what's important to me and what I need to know, you say, oh, no, you don't really need to know that. Because an educated person is the most dangerous person. Um, when the person is educated, we talked about it yesterday, even when voting, when you were doing canvassing, when you, you said to them, hey, I can't tell you who to vote for, but I can tell you how you can find out about what their platform stands for. And as people became more educated, people got out and voted because they understood the importance. Right, they understood. So last year, the reason what drew people out to vote for um, in, in the Senate election is that people educated themselves and they understood that, hey, if I needed more money to do a stimulus time, the only way I was going to get this is that we have to put uh, um, Warnock in office and we have to put Ossoff in office because they're the two people who will vote to move this legislation along, right? And people got and voted their interest because they were educated on what, they, what, what the fight was all about, right? Um, did we mess up? Yeah, because we kept two other senators in office that probably shouldn't be in office, right? Um, but at the same time, give me the facts and let me make my own decision. I think we have a clip from Mississippi where they are 
um, where they're trying to pass CRT legislation now. Again, CRT is not an issue in Mississippi. It, it, it's, well, it's not an issue anywhere. Anywhere. There are people are, are pointing out and, and trying to make it an issue, and it's not being taught. And it, it's not paid. It's not being taught elementary. Preschool is not in it being taught in high school or middle Listen, school. And in black it's history, not they, barely, they barely teach black history it's in black history. Right. And it's not and it's not being taught in any college or university. So yeah. there is no issue. It, it, it's only an issue in your mind because you think yeah. that you your truth is the only it's truth the only that's, that's out there. And that is, that's where the problem I is. I have to say this. I've never seen you so passionate. Well, you actually looked in the yeah, camera and said, true. you're true. That's so, so that means, his name know. is James Henderson. Um, <laughs> keep me out of this. No, no, but I'm going to call him. Let's see. You can come for me if you want to. Oh, no, no. Let's stay clear. Let's stay clear. has a question. He's saying some more. I'm sorry. Final passage. Final passage. Roll. Be taken. Mr. Clark, please call the roll. Barnett. Barrett. Black, black, blunt, boy, brain, brain, button, up to 36, button to 38, Carter, Coffin, Chadnall, Chisholm, DeBar, Delano. So again, um, we this is the second time I think, or second or third time within the last year, we've seen where in order to stop legislation, um, certain people have to walk out of the chamber, and then now only now they risk arrest because of the fact that they threw the Senate out of quorum. Remember that the, the uh, representatives in Texas when they fled Texas and went to D.C. to try to get people to pass voting rights legislation. Um, they, the, the governor literally signed out, tried to get warrants enlisted for these people. Why are we living in, it's crazy that we live in a democracy, quote unquote, but when people have a different opinion than, and it's not even a majority, it's the minority, really, right. in all reality, um, but when people have a different opinion than them, then our first reaction is to try to shut them down. Like even the fact that, even when I think about voting legislation, what we talked about yesterday, the whole thing yesterday, to even get to the point of being able to discuss or debate it, took us two years to get to have a debate on voting rights. Mm. A democracy, that's what the whole democracy is all about. It's about being able to have open dialogue and being able to hear each other's side and hopefully sway. But the fact that these people have to walk out in order to prevent this legislation from being passed for a problem that doesn't even exist. If we want to, like, we have so many, like, we go on list. Gun violence is an issue. Police brutality is an issue. Voting rights is an issue. Healthcare is an issue. Um, a woman's right to have an abortion is an issue. These are things that are impacting people's life on a day-by-day -day basis that are real issues that are currently going on in people's life. Mm -hmm. But yet we're sitting around here debating about something that's not even being taught in our school system and right. wasting my money as a taxpayer. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> I'm paying you to vote on stuff that is not even being talked about in school. That's a problem. Fabrication. Mm -hmm. And you're sitting up there making up. See, I'm, 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 I'm trying to be. I'm yeah. trying to be. I'm trying to be uh, PC and just not call folks liars. You know what I'm saying? And and PC. making up. I'm politically correct. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. But I mean, the fact of the matter is, you're making up lies 
to justify what CRT, what you think CRT is. And to make it, to make yourself feel better, you have to make up a lie and then try to vote on that lie and sell it. And, and, and to, because as far as you're concerned, this is, even though it's not an issue, it's not even an issue for anybody, it's only an issue because in your mind, you think that it is going to turn the tables against you in the long run. But it hasn't even been. It, but it has. But it's not even an issue to begin with. The part that is so disappointing. We were talking to Bodie, um, William Bodie, Representative Bodie, last week. Well, we have a state. We stand in the state of Georgia where our minimum wage is five dollars and fifteen cents an hour. But yet we're arguing about something that doesn't yes. even exist. The, right. When we're talking about in the city of Atlanta now, you need to be at least making twenty five dollars an hour to be able to survive in the city of Atlanta and our minimum wage is five dollars and fifteen cents as a state. Right. But, but forget about federal minimum wage, right? We know that but there's still some people who who don't even fall under the guidelines to be qualified to receive federal minimum wage. So they actually make minimum wage of five dollars and fifteen cents an hour right now in the state of Georgia. Right. And they need to be able to survive in order to survive twenty five dollars an hour because of inflation and everything else that's happening. But this is the kind of stuff that we're putting our political capital towards. Yeah. It's arguing about something that is not even an issue. Yeah. We're not even teaching CRT in schools. Yeah. What is it? Oh, because it's an immaterial documentary out right now. People are upset. Like, what is it? It's just the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard, CRT. Like, when I heard it, I was just like, I, I didn't even understand where, where it was coming from. But like, like you said before, it's just a made-up issue, really, for the conscience of, of you know, Caucasians. Yeah, just makes them feel better. Like yeah. if we don't teach some, what we did, what we actually did to people, then it didn't happen. And that's really what that's what it comes down to. And again, and you can't prevent the past from real from reawakening in the present if you don't understand what the past exactly. is. Right. So, right. I, and I think that's the biggest part. Like. You know, somebody was saying something. Um, Shannon, Shannon Jones, Reverend Shannon Jones from Concerned Black Clergy was preaching on Sunday. Um, and he mentioned that while we were so distracted by the past president, number 45, um, going around saying that people who are carrying tiki are good people and all this kind of stuff, he was behind the scenes um, recommending judges to the federal bench, um, getting people in office of power. While we were so focused on the aspect of a uh, Dylan, uh, Dylan Roof shooting in Wisconsin. He was behind the scenes putting people in a position of power to make impact on our lives, and we right. don't even recognize that. Right. 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 Um, distraction. Yeah. Distraction, yeah. right? Yeah. And again, CRT is nothing but a distraction. We still need yeah. to educate our people that black people did not come over here freely. Black people did not come over here because of their, their own free will. Now, today, we see a lot of African Americans or black people coming over here on their own free will. And not only minorities coming over here on their own free will, right? Get it. Get it. Get it. But the reality is that's not how we started, right? And and, and, and for us to act like racism doesn't exist, I think even the Harry and um, Meghan Markle interview last year presented to us that racism is not something that's just an American problem. It's a na it's a yeah, worldwide problem. Um, when when I think I think Megan mentioned that the fact that they were worried that there were some people in the world family was worried about how dark the base was going to be. Yeah, no, it's just prevalent. 2020, 
we don't know how to change the future. Exactly. And it doesn't just stop with um, slavery. It didn't start and end with slavery. Like there were lasting effects that are still, obviously we know that are happening today. We talk about systematic oppression, like incarceration, things like that. So it's important to know about the past to see how it affects the future. Absolutely. I, I, commend, I commend those lawmakers for walking out. Uh, kudos, yes. kudos to them. Kudos to uh, you know, because, uh, and that's, that, you know, prayerfully it sets precedence across the country that as this continues to be a topic of, di of distraction, as it continues to come up, um, that the lawmakers see it for what it is, and that it's a bunch of malarkey. Um, yeah, um, yeah. I can think of some other words, but it's a bunch. It, it's a farce. It's a ruse. It, you know, it, it, folks are being ready to be bamboozled by it. And the people who are selling this, uh, who are, are are setting it up, setting the, you know, setting folks up with, for the bamboozle, they're they're going to keep pushing their narrative until uh, until it uh, we continue to shut them down. And continue to speak out against it. Now, again, it is a, a distraction, but it, you know, so we have to have all hands on deck, and when it comes to paying attention to what is taking place, uh, uh, what is really taking place in our country, uh, and and you know, stay focused on what needs to stay focused. See, again, I talked about uh, uh, several weeks ago about being able to fight on multiple war fronts, battle fronts. Uh, I don't know if you remember me saying that when it comes to setting up uh, 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 wars. In wars, when you look at World War II, there was multiple battles that took place in Europe. It was still one war, but multiple battles, battle fronts in which that took place. And this is the same type of situation. And even though it's a set up to be a... Um, be a distraction from what is really taking place in our country. Uh, we still have to remain, you know, uh, uh, be diligent in what it is that we need to be uh, focused on and not let this um, malarkey of CRT uh, be a distraction when there's really nothing to be distracted by. And again, I, I go back to the whole point of yesterday. We mentioned it yesterday on the podcast on yesterday. Education. Yeah. We got to educate our people and. Um, I think every day, and I think that we as I think we as a society have to do better about even the system doesn't want to educate our children, us educating our children at home. But we have to, in order to educate our children at home, we have to be educated ourselves. Yeah. Um, so don't stop learning. Don't stop learning, yeah. and don't get caught up in the CRT stuff. Because while you get caught up in the CRT stuff, they're passing they're passing laws to limit your ability to vote. Absolutely. They're taking away your right to reproduction. They're taking away your right to fair minimum wage. They're taking away your rights to health care. Don't get tricked by this. Um, don't get tricked by this, and pay attention. But before we close out for the day, uh, remember that we are moving our one accord conference across the great state of Georgia. Yes. Um, so we had a great time last year, and if you don't believe me. Check this video out right here, where we went around to about six different counties last year. Yeah. Six different counties. And we're coming to Macon, we're coming to Brunswick, and we may be coming to Valdosta this year, so check it out. The other day, I was going to New York but I saw the Statue of Liberty getting ready to blow out the torch. I got out of my seat. 
chance to be on the front lines, the front row, and saw how fast injustice rolls down here. With an hearts get, get together in meetings and, and they create SB202. These are withered hearts that, that will arrest you for giving somebody a water. We've got the, the worst voter suppression bill in recent history. I saw a 17-year-old in the streets with an automatic rifle what I have a problem with is the law not applying equally to law enforcement the way it applies to civilians. These young men robbing, stealing, killing. Too many of our churches in Georgia have faith, but they don't have justice. Can you have faith and justice together? Some people don't think that's even possible. Child that had a ketchup meal last night for dinner. I have an opportunity. But if you look at the simplicity of social justice, it simply means that every human being deserves equal treatment. I'm tired of standing here talking about justice, truth, and righteousness. As pastors, we have to ask ourselves, where have we gone wrong? Isn't it something how we could say a whole lot? And do nothing. I said, but Lady Liberty, give me one more chance. She said, but give me your best shot, or we're going to have a meeting, Lady Liberty. And let me tell you this about one accord. One accord is what we need. The Bible says that when they got on one accord, nobody lacked because they were on one accord. Because if we live by what his word says, we're not going to go wrong. We must understand and educate our people like never before. I believe without this kind of push, this kind of energy, even in our community, we too will be able to push back the soot. And Lady Liberty, if you give us one more chance, I believe that we can learn how to work together, how to struggle together, how to protest together. And for me and my house, not only will my name be on the back of the check, but my name will be on the front of the check. We must get the IDs that we need. We must show up to the polls. As for me and my house, not only will our church have that church property on the corner, but we're going to stop gentrification that's happening six blocks around the church. Don't blow out your toes. We're going to turn Georgia right side up. We're going to turn the nation right side up.
As for me and my house, not only will we serve the Lord, but we'll look like him. She looked at me. She wiped the tear from her eyes. She said, you go on back there, And you tell them, I'm going to give them one more opportunity to let justice roll down like water. I need them to stand up for that which is right. Stand up for the poor. Stand up for the women. Stand up for all of God's children. And let's be a woman of God. So yeah, I mean, it was a great conversation about critical race theory today. Um, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll be back on the, tomorrow's the 26th, right? 26th? My nephew's birthday. We may be back tomorrow. Um, but please, you guys, please, 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 educate yourself on what's going on. Get out and vote. Educate yourself on what's going on in your community. Laws that are trying to be passed right now, most states and legislation. So um, let's educate ourselves and let's not be ignorant to the devices of the minority, should I say. Um, until tomorrow, have a blessed day and we'll see you guys again. You can edit out that part and say you can come. You want to come for me if you want to? No, leave that in there. <laughs> All right.